It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Introducing Built to Last, a new podcast by American Express. I'm Elaine Welteroth, and I'm excited to host the debut season where we will be deep diving into the stories, history, and continued legacy of small businesses that shape American culture. Through these important conversations, we'll hear how the Black business leaders of our past have inspired today's Black-owned small businesses and communities. Join us for the debut season of Built to Last on Spotify, Apple, YouTube, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Welcome in to the Locked On Bengals Podcast. I'm your host, James Rapine. Great to be with you on a Wednesday. Didn't get a podcast in yesterday. Sorry about that. We will make up for it today. On Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked On Bengals. If you're new, we do it every single weekday, usually, I promise. And uh, it's a way to get your daily Bengals fix. So if you're a fan of the Cincinnati Bengals, fan of the NFL, want to keep track of what the Bengals are doing, well, this is the perfect spot for you. And there's a ton to get to today. John Ross is something I will discuss. By the way, right now, LockedOnBengals.com, I regrade the 2015 NFL Draft. I talked about it on Monday's podcast. I wrote about it. You can discuss it. You can read it. Um, you can email me about it as far as discussing it goes. But uh, that article up right now, LockedOnBengals.com. Also, um, every single podcast at LockedOnBengals.com. It's new and improved. So check it out. It's it's really cool that the improvements where we partnered with FanRag Sports right uh, as the season started last year. And just to see it evolve and grow and now looking at the website, I'm excited for it. I can't wait um, to continue the growth of Locked on Bengals. Check out the new and improved site. And I, I, I'll tell you this. Uh, it's about to explode here at LockedOnBengals.com. I'm going to be writing more and more and more in that element of my game. Because obviously we do the daily podcast. The element of the game of the writing side it's about to come out, um, and, and I'll be at OTAs, and we'll do it, and I'll cover it from there. And obviously, training camp's a few months away, and we'll cover it from there as well. So if you're looking for Bengals off-season coverage, if you're looking for just a, a quick 15 to 20 minutes uh, podcast to and from work, this is the podcast for you. So if you're new, welcome. If you're one of our loyal listeners, well, thank you so damn much for uh, listening. I really appreciate it. Yes, I said so damn much. That's how much I appreciate it, and I love you for listening. Let's dive into it here because... There's something that stands out, and I go to Bengals.com, and this was posted yesterday, and uh, the, the article that my guy Jeff Hobson wrote is, quote, it says, and the headline says, Ross listening to Think Tank, and it's John Ross, and it starts with the words, just stop thinking, and boy, oh boy, does that ring true. And, and I'm going to read you some quotes, but basically it's a, a feature on John Ross. And I'll link to it at LockedOnBengals.com, so you can just go there, check it out, and I'll link directly to Jeff's piece. Heck, maybe I'll get Jeff on the podcast shortly to discuss it. But to me, I get it. I'm known as the John Ross guy. But since the offseason started, what's happened? Well, he's gotten healthy He had because he, he had to have surgery on that other shoulder. has gotten healthy from everyone I've heard. He's worked out with TJ Hushmanzada, who you'll hear from in just a second. He's gotten reviews, rave reviews from AJ Green. I will read you those comments in just a second as well. He's gotten positive comments as well from Andy Dalton. So all of these different people saying how John Ross has been successful and, and how he looks different, how he looks better, how he's improved. 
and I love it. And for me, obviously, if you're familiar with me, I love the pick. I think John Ross is a stud. I think he has a chance to be very, very good for the Bengals for quite some time. I thought when they picked him ninth, it was a great pick. And since then, it hasn't delivered. He played 17 snaps last year. He dealt with multiple injuries, including a knee issue. He fumbled the one time he got to touch the ball, was only targeted once, didn't have a catch as a rookie. It was bad. But ever since then, what has he done? I think he's learned a lot this offseason, and it all started with a comment TJ Hushmanzada made. He was on Bengals Pep Rally, and it's a show that airs on ESPN 1530 every single Friday before Bengals games that uh, following Sunday. And Dan Hoard, Dave Lapham host the show. You're going to hear from them. I played this on the podcast way back when. But you're going to hear from Dan. You're going to hear from Lap. You're also going to hear from TJ Hushmanzada. This uh, starts off with TJ on wanting to work with John Ross. Like John Ross is from L.A. with me. I'm going to reach out to him because I want to see the kids succeed. Right. And I'm going to start helping young receivers here this month. Um, I had never done any type of training, but I'm, I'm going to start helping them because I feel like, you know, take this the wrong way. I feel like I know a lot a lot of football. I feel like yeah. I'm a very intelligent football player, and no it's doubt. not just a receiver position. And so I want to help these kids, and John Ross is somebody that I, I help. So I'm going to try to reach out to him to, to see if he wants it. I'm not going to um, force my way on him. If he wants to help, I'm going to help him. If not, it is what it is. TJ, great to catch up, and uh, we look forward to hearing, you know, after this uh, offseason how much John Ross learned from you because he right. should definitely take advantage of your hey, expertise. If he's smart, man. If he, I, I just want to help him. He, he, he's a local kid, and he has a talent. And if he learns what I'm, I think I can teach him, he, he's unguardable. That's TJ Hushmanzada, and TJ Hushmanzada did work out with John Ross. John Ross took him up on that offer. So hopefully he is unguardable. But to me, it's there's a lot of dynamics here when it comes to John Ross and the Bengals. The one that, that I want to get into right now is the, the rookie year, he struggled. The rookie year, he played 17 snaps. His rookie season was not what I expected or maybe you expected or what anyone wanted to see happen potentially, right? I, I wanted him to thrive. I thought he was going to maybe not catch a bunch of balls, but just alleviate pressure, alleviate coverage, but... There was a lot that went into it, from injuries to being in Marvin's doghouse to uh, stopping on one go route. And Marvin says, oh, you let the team down, all of that stuff. It just seemed like it piled up and piled up and piled up. And I think Ross now had time to step away, had time to work, had time to get healthy. And, well, he's ready for success. He's ready to have a breakout season. He's ready to show people why he went ninth overall. And I wouldn't say that. Um, and I can't wait to talk to him one-on-one about this because I, I saw his body language and that the way it changed throughout the year last year. And I was worried that it was going to stay that way. But when I read quotes like this, here's his quarterback. Here's Andy Dalton, the guy that Marvin says he let down. Remember that? Marvin said hey, he let his team down. He let his quarterback down, blah, blah, blah. I don't want to play that audio again because why give Marvin the time? But uh, this quote, and I'll put this up at LockedOnBengals.com, Andy says, quote, he looks good, completely different than he did last year. You could tell he worked hard. It looks like he's getting back to where he was. He looks smooth. Everyone knew he was fast, but he's not just a straight-line guy. He can stop and go. He's got some shiftiness to him. Last year, he was trying to learn and rehab a shoulder at the same time, but seeing it on paper and actually going out and doing it are two completely different things. 
Now that he's had an offseason to get healthy, you can tell. He's catching the ball really well. He's going up and getting it the little we've done so far. Huge. Huge, huge, huge. Ross said, last year I let everything get to me. I let my injury get to me. I was trying to do more than I could. I was out of shape. I'm not trying to make excuses, but it's real life things. You can't come up in the NFL, come in the NFL and be that guy. You have to come in and prepare. I've learned that. It's growth and progression from here on. And that to me, John Ross is a guy that learned from injuries. He learned from injuries. I'll pull up his stats right now, and it's going. You're you're going to laugh at this, but a lot of his stats were in his final season. 16, 16 receptions as a freshman, one touchdown. Seventeen receptions as a sophomore, four touchdowns. So, a little better as a sophomore. Got injured. Injured his knee his junior year. Then red shirts. Then his actual junior year, 2016, after the red shirt, after the ACL where he missed games, uh, missed the entire season, that is, 1,150 yards, 81 receptions, 17 touchdowns. Ran the ball eight times for 100-plus yards. Had over 1,200 yards from scrimmage. Had 18 touchdowns. 24 total touchdowns in college. John Ross learned it took him time, even in college, Hopefully this is like his junior year was at Washington, where he had the year where he was injured and had to come back stronger and had to come back motivated. I remember talking to him about that, the the fact that his junior year he was set to take off for Washington and instead he injures his knee. And then he said he got faster. He recovered from it and then got better, was able to strengthen muscles around his knee and he got better. Hopefully he comes back better than ever in 2018. I believe it can happen. I believe Ross can come out and really impress a lot of people. He's working with TJ Hushmanzada. What we talked about Ross's confidence and where it would be this offseason. This quote stood out to me because he's worked with TJ. And if you remember the the TJ Hushmanzada Bengals, TJ was just as confident as Chad Johnson. Didn't talk as much to the media, but he was just as confident. TJ said, quote, or or he said, Ross said this about TJ. He said, quote, TJ is the most confident guy I've ever met in my life. I can say that with a straight face. This is a guy that's friends with Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg was his coach. He's friends with Deshaun Jackson. And he says TJ's the most confident guy he's ever seen. He said, that first day we met, I felt like I knew him my whole life. He doesn't think he could still be a third receiver in the NFL. He believes it. So to me, TJ Hushmanzada not only is going to teach him the ins and outs of route running and the nuance and all that stuff, the X's and O's side of things and the technical side of things, it might give Ross that swagger, a little confidence that he needs going into this year because he missed it. I remember this is how bad I'm 26 years old. And I looked at Ross at one point and I was like, I need to go up there and tell him I believe in him, you know? And I did. I, I, I talked to him and I told him, look, man, I, I think you're going to be really good in this league. And I get it. You're, you're, bothered right now your coach might not be buying into it but i'm just letting you know and you're seeing all these media i'm just letting you know i was on team draft you just because you're talking about a 20 year old talking about a dude that it just felt like the weight of the world was on his shoulders and at that time he had a shoulder injury that he was trying to play through that no one knew about the coaches didn't know about he hid from people there's another side to this john ross thing the fan side of it the fans that want to be right I will discuss that next. I'm James Rapine, and this is the Locked On Bengals Podcast.
This is Ross Jackson from Locked On Saints. This podcast is brought to you by Carvana. In the age of online retailers, buying a car should be no different. And that's why Carvana invented a brand new way for you to buy a car that's 100% online. Without leaving the comfort of your couch, you can browse and buy from their selection of almost 20,000 cars. And once you've made the purchase, your car comes to you, delivered right to your door, or you can go and pick it up from one of the coin-operated car vending machines. All of Carvana's cars come with a seven-day return policy, ensuring that you get a car that fits perfectly with your life. Not happy? Exchange it or return it for a full refund. And with its dedication to customer service, it's why hundreds of thousands of customers have ditched the dealership and given Carvana 4.7 stars in customer satisfaction. So check it out, the nation's fastest growing auto retailer at Carvana.com, C-A-R-V-A-N-A.com, Carvana.com. Hey, what's happening? It's your boy Q, host of the Locked On Raiders podcast. And I hope you guys feasted on the MyBookie Turkey Day free play that allowed users to grab themselves a risk-free bet up to $250. It was basically a free shot at trying to double your money. If you didn't get in on that, what are you doing? Nah, but seriously, now is the time to get some skin in the game with MyBookie, where odds boost, lightning deals, and free bets await all season long. And with the NFL playoffs right around the corner, we know who these teams are. We know what they're capable of, and it's not difficult to find some value in the lines. Whether you're a first-time customer or have been playing with MyBookie for years, there is no shortage of value to be found in the thousands of game lines, unique prop bets, and contests that they offer every week. Sign up or get reloaded today. Find an edge, make your bet, and get paid. They also boast a fully-fledged casino platform, giving you access to all the classic table, slot, and card games you'd expect to find at your local spot. And the best part is, at MyBookie, the doors never close, so you can continue to build your bankroll even after the stadium lights have gone out. Make the right play and sign up today at MyBookie. And when you do, use promo code LOCKEDON to get your deposit match halfway all the way up to 1000 bucks. The terms are simple. You put in $200, they'll match you with another $100 in your account. If you were already planning to bet this season, this is free betting money. It's winning season at MyBookie, so come join in on the fun and win some cash while you're at it. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Dell Technologies. At CDWG, we get that migrating your agency to a hyper-converged infrastructure is challenging. Like me switching to decaf. Gotta do it, don't wanna do it, but gotta do it. Whoa, slow down, friend. CDWG's experts can help simplify your transition from legacy to hyper-converged infrastructure with Dell EMC solutions that offer speed and agility. Do it, do it. Have you done it? Is it done yet? Why isn't it done yet? IT orchestration by CDWG. People who get it. Find out more at cdwg.com slash EMC. Support for this podcast comes from The First One with DJ Khaled, a new podcast only available on Amazon Music. What's up, y'all? This is DJ Khaled, and this is The First One. We hear from all the A-list music stars like J Balvin, Nas, and Kelly Rowland about songs that didn't change the game, but changed their life. It's almost like sometimes before you even get in the industry, it's like you set up to fail. And there's so many moments where you can win. And the winning is great, but it's so many things that you go through to get to the win. And so much more who tell their stories about the first hits that took them to the next level, changed their life, overlooked to being overbooked. When I was recording the song, I already knew it was going to be a global hit. And I'm not joking, my G. I really felt it inside of me. I was like, I just can't wait to see a number one. Join me every Thursday with the first one drops only on Amazon Music. Let's go. 
We want the best of both worlds. We want a hybrid. A smarter hybrid cloud approach with IBM helps retailers manage supply chains with Watson AI while predicting demands with ease. The world is going hybrid with IBM. Visit ibm.com slash hybrid cloud. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. We do it every single day. And the other interesting thing to me about John Ross is there are so many people rooting for him to fail. Bengals fans rooting for him to fail. And I know that. Because I, my emails light up, my, my twi- uh, Twitter lit up when he fumbled. My Twitter lit up when he went on IR. And it wasn't like, a, oh, crap, John Ross, we're not going to see him here. It's like, ah, I told you John Ross was going to be injured. Ah, I told you John Ross they shouldn't have drafted that thin wide receiver from Washington because we didn't get to watch him in college because, well, the games were on really late. Like, that was the reality of it. That's what th- – that's the thing is – If you're a Bengals fan and you're rooting for John Ross to fail, why? Why are you doing that? To be right? Would you rather be right or would you rather have a good team? Because I don't think the Bengals are good this year without John Ross being a significant contributor. I don't think the Bengals are a playoff team without John Ross being the, the number two wide receiver. Or without him making an impact, downfield threat, having an impact, legitimate impact on the game. I'm serious. Like If you tell me John Ross doesn't play much this year, it, it's a lot harder for me to see the Bengals winning 10 games. If you tell me he's the guy I thought he was and still think he is coming out of Washington, then psh, I could see it. So with that said, which one are you? Are you... A fan that's always been on board with the pick and you wanted to just see him succeed because there, there are people like me out there that love the Ross pick initially and still do and still think he's going to have success. Then there's the group that wasn't on board with the pick, but uh, wasn't on board with the pick, but hope he succeeds. But I think that's a minority. I think there's a significant number of Bengals fans that hated the pick and want to see Ross fail so they can say, see, Mike, see, Marvin, you guys suck and you shouldn't have done it, even though I don't think Marvin Lewis was on board with the pick to begin with. And that's what I ask. And you can email me, James Rapine at ESPN1530.com. You can tweet me, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. What are your thoughts on John Ross? Moving forward, your concerns, your thoughts, your worries, your wonders. Because to me, I see a guy that answers the bell for what the Bengals need. Answers the bell exactly how they need it. But he needs to be healthy. He needs to know the playbook. He needs to be in sync. But he needs to play. This is the year he's got to play. Hopefully he brings the swagger that TJ taught him. Hopefully he brings the route running and the nuance, and he's stronger and he's faster than he's ever been. It sounds like it. Heck, when I read quotes from A.J. Green that back him up, quotes from guys like Andy Dalton that back him up, T.J. Hushman's out of back him up. I mean, you heard him. He can be unguardable. That's what T.J. said. And so if that's the case then hopefully we get to see it in 2018. But where do you fall under that? Green said this to uh, John Ross, by the way. He said, you have to slow down. Get under yourself. Calm down. Just stop thinking. I'm watching you think about it. Just stop thinking. I think A.J. Green's going to get him going. I do. I think it's going to be a solid one-two punch. And part of the reason why I think A.J. Green's going to get him going is because he has no choice. You think about it. A.J. Green's success is tied to John Ross's. You know? Have you ever had a co-worker that you're like, eh, I'm better than this person, but we can only succeed if that person succeeds too? That's how A.J. Green needs to look at this. 
And hopefully he does. Hopefully Ross is improved. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Bengals podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's show. Working on uh, getting Joe Goodberry tomorrow or Friday on the podcast. I'll ask him about this. We'll talk about all things Bengals offseason. By the way, follow me on Twitter, at James Rapine, at Locked on Bengals. Also, check out LockedOnBengals.com. That's the place to be. It's new. It's improved. It's revamped. Every single article, every single podcast, all the stuff is there. From the draft to off-season news to podcasts to interviews. My interview with Mark Walton's up there. Everything you could possibly want. I talked with John Ledyard about the AFC North, the draft, etc. What the Bengals did. Check it out at LockedOnBengals.com. Until next time, thank you so much for listening. Why do I feel like I'm going to get ripped to shreds because I did 15 minutes on John Ross? I hope that's not the case. I am still Team John Ross, though, in case you guys were wondering. (laughs) Until next time, I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked on Bengals podcast. Did you watch the 2020 Reds with higher expectations than a first-round wild card exit of epic proportions? Did you think that the Reds hitting would come around with the signings that they made last offseason? Are you wondering who is asking you all of these questions? Hi, my name is Jeff Carr, and I host the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Throughout the offseason, I'm going to take a look at these Reds, how they fix what didn't work in 2020, and how they continue their success in 2021. But wait, there's more. I'll also have interesting interviews with players, writers, and everyone in between talking about the Cincinnati Reds. Come join me on the Locked On Reds podcast each and every day.